order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, along with my co-host, Brendan. How are you? Good. Ready to get inked up? Is this a squid-related episode? It, it is not. It is not. I'm bringing in a tattoo artist to oh boy. give you some ink while you're sitting here on the while podcast. I'm sitting here? Yeah. I mean, you told me that you could withstand any amount of pain. We're going to put that to the test. I don't remember the episode in which I said this. Yeah, I think you just yeah, said please it. Please point you said that it this out morning. to me. Okay. And, and we're, you're going to sit there and we're going to see Get a tattoo. Any, yep. And no one's going to know that you're getting it. Really? Yeah. Because you're not going to make a sound. You're going to just talk. Is that right? Just like normal. Well... Uh, I will say I already have a tattoo. It's right across my chest. It says "Understanding the Law Radio Co-host." I really, so, I really don't think that's true. I, I think it's true. No. Yeah, I got it. I got it done. So, like, now you can't replace me because that would be really bad. Well, maybe I own the copyright to that, and I'd have to have you have oh, that shoot. laser removed. Oh no! Did you think of that? I did not think of that. Oh, well, guess Which what? segues nicely into yes. our episode topic today. If you haven't guessed, we're going to be talking about tattoos. But this is a really interesting topic because it deals with who owns your tattoo. Well, I'd imagine it's me. Right. It's your body, isn't it? Uh, yes. If I have a tattoo on myself, I would imagine that I own that tattoo. Kind of like your hair? Kind of like my hair, yeah. Right? Somebody else owns my hair and they took it. Are you going to tell me that? <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to tell me that my barber owns the copyright to my hair? No. Because it's his specific style? It's his art. That's right. Well, he's not much of an artist, but I let's just move on. Well, uh, that's harsh. I know it's harsh. Now, we're going to be talking about tattoos and, and ownership rights because this is something that I, I bet... Most of you do not even realize whether you have tattoos or not. This is something that I, I wonder how many of you, uh, you know, have an answer to this question. It might even be something we'll put up on social media because I, I would like to know what people know. But now I'm going to tell you. So maybe that poll won't be so helpful after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about tattoos for a second. They've been around forever. Right. I mean, they're centuries old. Um, I, I don't remember even the origin of it, but I know that in Japan and, and the Middle East, the Far East, tattoos have been around forever. It was just something that, uh, you know, was was done as a way of uh, either showing your uh, place in, in the society or whether you were a warrior or whatever it was. And obviously it's evolved. And now tattoos some of the stuff that's done is f just fabulous like the yeah. artwork it's hard to believe that somebody is 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 doing this with a needle and ink into somebody's skin because it looks like it's a painting yeah completely it's art i'll never forget i went to school with this one girl that gave herself a tattoo okay well that now that's not necessarily yeah, and a good all idea. it what it did not look good so I, I do think you have to have some artistic skill and maybe some training yeah, to, maybe. To, I, I got to tell you another story before we get into the topic. Oh, boy. When I was younger, I worked at a gym. Mm -hmm. I, I was, I was, it was right after college, I guess, and, and I had gotten into bodybuilding a little bit. And I was working at the at a gym. I was a trainer. And this tattoo place opened up next to me. And the guy who owned it, his name was Wild Bill. 
And well, he sounds exciting. I trained Wild Bill, right? Really? Yes. Wild Wild Bill has since passed. Oh, because he had, you know, uh, things that got in the way of his life. Um, but I remember him showing me his tattoo studio and how it all worked and and the whole process and everything and the behind the scenes. And it was really kind of interesting, really interesting. And, huh. you know, then he would go in and like if you gave yourself a bad tattoo or somebody else gave you a bad tattoo, he was skilled enough to be able to fix it. Like, so maybe somebody had a smiley face and then he turns it into like a sunflower. It was pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. That is interesting. So, all right, we're going to talk about ownership of tattoos. Brendan thinks that the person that has the tattoo owns it. I would imagine. Right. That makes common sense. Common sense. So and now I'm assuming you're going to make a fool of me, right? Here on live? No, no. We're going to talk about it. I'm not going to make a fool of you. Yeah. Um, just get ready. Sit still, because here, here comes the artist. Oh, boy. It's going to be great. And it's going to be my face on your arm. Is that right? That's what it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, you know, I was thinking about playing like a sound effect, <laughs> like silent, very quietly over the next two minutes. <laughs> All right. So one of the ways that we've come to this topic is because of a number of lawsuits involving this issue. And you're going to say what involving who owns my tattoos? Yes. But it doesn't come from somebody that is walking down the street and, and, and gets sued. This comes from the corporate world. Okay. Okay. In particular, commercial enterprises, and even more specifically, WWE wrestling figures. Okay. WWE video games, the NBA video games, and the movie The Hangover. Interesting. That's a certainly a different... Very interesting combination of things. Yes. Now, all things have one thing in common. All of those things make money. And that's... Very true. That's how this lawsuit or these lawsuits came to be. But it does have a trickle-down effect and does serve as an answer to this question to people who have tattoos. Who owns your tattoo? That sounds like a song. Who owns your tattoo? It might be that Metallica song. I can't remember the name of it. Um... Ride the Lightning. Yeah, well, I, that's, maybe that's I what think it is from Ride the Lightning. Anyway, keep your day job. I'll keep it. So, <laughs> so let's talk about this. So, you, you've, uh, you collect figures and wrestling figures. I have a large quantity of wrestling figures. So, yes. all right. So, for those of you who may or may not be familiar with wrestling and and some of the actual um, wrestlers, there's there's a, a guy in particular named yes. CM Punk. Right, Sam Punk. Yes, that's not his real name. What's his uh, real I name? think it's Phil Brooks is okay. his real name, but so. his wrestling name is CM Punk. Right, and he's extremely popular. He was on WWE for a long time, then left, then did some UFC. Um, he then he did not do too good in yes, UFC. He realized that he should have kept his day job because UFC just did not work out for him. Yes, that's right. And he went back to another uh, company, Promotion, AEW. Yep, AEW, and so. Anyway, long story short, there's a lot of CM Punk action figures, wrestling yes. figures, collectible figures that are out on the market. And the one thing that is is noticeable on CM Punk is a variety of tattoos that he has all over his upper body. Yeah. In particular, there's one on his shoulder. Yeah, most 
CM Punk figures are very interesting because... Well, what's the one on his shoulder? Well, hold on. I'll get to that. Okay. He has a very bare shoulder with a noticeable empty spot. And one might think, oh, I wonder why he, you know, didn't tattoo that part. He did. But in real life, it's the Pepsi logo that he got tattooed on himself. Okay. Now, I know the the red, the red and blue circle. I've also seen figures where it's a just a red circle. Yes, or I have a dot. seen the red circle or the or right. just a blue circle or right. something like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's part of this discussion. So these these figures, mm-hmm. they they are not using the actual tattoos that the people have. Yep. And they're using these, you know, smeared, smushed, mushed different images of things that are not real tattoos on the on the guy's body. Um, okay, so that's that's one. Now two, take that physical figure and let's move it over to the video game. Let's talk about two video games. This is all build up for the answer, so you're gonna have to just stick with us. Yeah, we're gonna talk about NBA and we're gonna that's talk right. about WWE. All right. So first, NBA 2K. Who's in there? But the king, King. James, oh. LeBron James. Okay, now LeBron James is is a, an athlete That's who right. has a number of tattoos. Yes, and as part of the creation of NBA Two K, uh-huh. you know they make these these uh, athletes. Yeah, you're you're a gamer. Yeah, you're incredibly a, lifelike. Ex- they try right. to go as hard. Sometimes they mess it up, but. Right. Usually they try very hard to capture their likenesses. And I have been in situations where I've quickly walked through a room and I've been fooled into thinking that an actual NBA game was on or an actual, you know, um, football game was on because <laughs> there's a cut scene where it's like, oh my, I'm like looking in LeBron's eyes and he's looking back at me and he's saying, don't play basketball because you suck. Which is true. Well, that's just mean. Why would he but say that? Because he's being honest. And you know what? I appreciate <laughs> LeBron's honesty, so I'm all for it. Um, anyway, so he had tattoos. Yeah. Now, what happened is the tattoo artist mm-hmm. decided that he was going to sue NBA 2K Games because... He said that, well, it was actually Take-Two Interactive is the name of the company. Yeah. Um, But he said that they don't have a license, nor does LeBron James, to recreate his tattoos. Now, you're thinking to yourself, what? Surely he lost, right? That's what I'm thinking to myself. What is he talking about? That doesn't seem right. Right. So so it's just mind-blowing that somebody could come in and say, Wait a minute. Even though I put this work on LeBron, yeah, and you're trying to make an avatar, a recreation of LeBron, and you want to make it look as lifelike as possible, you can't use his tattoo? Like, what if he used That sounds crazy. Right. What if he, I don't know, what if he wore a white glove like Michael Jackson all the time and you wanted to make him as lifelike as possible? Would he be entitled to wear his white glove on his hand? Huh. Right now, that's what you would think. Like yeah, if, that, if, if, I would think. I also, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I partially understand it because look, here's my thought. Right, if I had, a, and this is a an extreme scenario that I probably wouldn't do. If I had a tattoo of Elmo getting shot in the head 
with brains and splatter everywhere. And then I just happened to become a professional baseball player. I wouldn't think that my lifelike Elmo getting shot in the head tattoo should be on my baseball cards and video game persona and figures, right? I mean, that, that makes sense to not... To not offend to the not, kids that are playing the well, game? No, to, because, no. <laughs> I mean, because I don't, I don't think that that would be... Like, that's the most just grotesque example I can think of where you're so hardly defacing a brand that they'd immediately sue you. But, right, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I could imagine a scenario where this makes sense. But that's... A, like, the, like the, the Pepsi logo, I get. The um, the um, uh, uh, Sesame Street example that would make sense, right? But I'm I'm interested as to how, like I guess I understand it that the tattoo artist is an artist, and so his art is copyright him. But if it's a different design, like a design he didn't make, is it his to claim? Well, look, Some let's deep questions here getting into this. So deep. Let's yeah. let's go back to LeBron's case. So, in that case, the artist sues and the court sided with LeBron. Okay. They said, "Look, the use of the tattoos is de minimis, meaning it's just so minor and it's not a main factor in the recreation of LeBron." So, you know, we're not going to give you anything. There's no copyright infringement there. It, yeah. It's, you know, and this was a New York judge. So in New York, um, the, the rule or not the rule, but the case law suggests that if it's de minimis, then there's no copyright infringement. So the judge actually found, um, that it played such a small role and that James had, this is interesting, had an implied license to let take two, Make a likeness of him that includes his tattoos. Okay. Now, this is interesting because other courts have found the complete opposite. So they're saying that that he had, James had an implied license. All right. Now, I don't know what that's based on, um, but an implied license. Okay. Now. I, I, I think I get it. I mean, if I was a tattoo artist and I was tattooing someone who was very famous and would be in the video game of that year... Wouldn't that kind of count as an implied license? Because I'd assume that he didn't just sue. Like, I'd imagine that there was discussions of other media in there. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know. Like, here, here's my thought. He probably had to assume that LeBron James would be uh, replicated in yes. many forms of media, including cards and figures and toys and games. Okay. So, right? Like, that's, that yes, makes sense? I'll give you that. That's where so, I imagine the implied contract. Yes. All right. Maybe. Let's now swing over to Randy Orton. Okay. Okay. Randy Orton is... Are you hearing voices in your head? I am not. Randy Orton, if you don't know, that's his entrance song. Yes. Uh, that's, that's, what his, that's what his theme says. Right. So he is a wrestler with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. Quite a popular one. Yes. His, his father for the old timers, Cowboy Bob Orton. Yep. And so anyway, Randy... He, he's, the, he's very famous for doing the RKO something that many people, not even just wrestling fans, know about, where he does it out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Just It surprises everybody all the time. Yep. Anyway. Especially when he builds up to it for five minutes. Yes. Go ahead. Randy Orton is tattooed quite heavily. Yes. You know, I, I, I would say near sleeves, if not sleeves. Yeah. On, on, okay, so. I, I think that has given him a very distinct look. Right. So now 2K 
makes a video game just like they did with yep. LeBron. Yep. And they put his tattoos on. Right. Okay. And guess what happens? What happens? The artist sues. Really? Yes. Now, you would think, based on what happened with LeBron, that, sure, Randy Orton has an implied license, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the case. Really? Okay? Yeah. This is this is the, the, the mind-boggling stuff. So, in this case, the court sided with the tattoo artist, and they said that there were five distinctive tattoos on Orton's avatar. So not all of the tattoos, but five of them were distinctive and that it violated the artist's copyright. Interesting. Now, Take-Two argued, like they did with LeBron's case, that the avatar constituted fair use of the tattoos or implied license. Mm -hmm. And this case, by the way, took four years. Four years. But a jury said, no, there's no fair use here. They gave the tattoo artist an award of, are you ready for this? Yeah. How much money he made? Yeah. After four years? Yeah. $3,750. That is not much money. No. So at the end of the day, did it really make a difference to take two? No, of course not. From a financial standpoint, it didn't make a difference. But it's now, you know, really hammered home this idea of what is permitted, what's right. not, and who owns the copyright. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you one more example. Well, from, well, can I ask you something really quick? Yeah. I don't know if you know the answer to this. I don't know the answer to this. Where LeBron James tattoo, was that tattoo that he had, was it an original design or was it a, a pre, like, like a copyrighted design? Trademarked. Well, I, I don't know which tattoo. I would imagine it was the one that was created by the artist. So, for example, just because I know you've never received a tattoo. That's right. Until today. Um, what happens <laughs> is the artist will actually draw out the image. Mm-hmm. So even if you were to say, hey, draw me Mickey Mouse, make me Mickey Mouse on my arm. Yeah. He'd still sketch it out and then they put like the stencil on your arm so that they can trace over it. So in theory, everything they do is an original piece of art. Because even if you said, arguably, let's just play devil's advocate. If you say, draw me Mickey Mouse, it's his own artistic interpretation of Mickey Mouse, even if it looks identical to the one that's in Disney World. Mm -hmm. So arguably, everything is, is original. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not sure with LeBron... Um, what specific tattoos that they were taking issue with, but yeah. I think it was it was all original work. Now, this highlights, and this is the last case, then we'll get down to breaking down the answer and, and you know what you need to know. But The Hangover, okay, you remember that movie? I do remember that movie, yes. It was a great movie. Great movie. And one of my favorite cameo appearances was by Mike Tyson. Yes. Right? Mike Tyson was funny. Remember the tiger? That was that was very Mike, hilarious. That yes. was, yes. He All showed right. up and the, and the, yeah. Yeah, right. and he was in the second one. Yes. Well, in the first one, Mike Tyson has, you know that face tattoo he got? Yes. I'm not sure why he, he ever did that, but he did. He did. And it it's a very unique design, but it's like the tribal inspired, you know that, that kind of tribal art that you've seen like... Uh, you know, 
You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was. Yeah. It, it's yeah like, no, I know what you're saying. All right. So it's like a tribal design, and that that was on his face. Right. So in the movie, as one of the gags, um, what's the guy that played Andy from The Office? Oh, Ed. It's it's Ed, Ed Helms. Ed, Ed Helms. Helms. Yes. Ed. So get that one out together. Yes. Very good. Tag team. Yes. Ed Helms was. Um, one of the characters in the film and and he ends up of course you, you know the premise of the hangover if you haven't seen it you should go see it but he wakes up after a, a night of debauchery and mm-hmm. roofies and he wakes up with mike tyson's tattoo on his face now not mike tyson's actual tattoo because that was still attached to mike tyson's face but he got the same exact design and the artist ended up suing the movie production, tried to block the movie from coming out, saying that it was his design on the face. Yeah. And again, similar to the Randy Orton lawsuit, they they ruled in favor of the artist that it was copyright protected. But they didn't actually have that play out in court it looked like that's where it was going to go, and then they settled. And I'm sure that the production company, because they knew what a, you know, a, a popular film it was going to be, they thought it was better to settle with the artist than to actually get an award. But it, all, um, all, all of the lead up to the settlement mm-hmm. seemed to suggest that the artist was likely going to win. Yeah. All right. So now let's let's break this down. So. Are copyrights, uh, are tattoos covered by copyright? That's the question. So there's a... a f- Sounds to me like nobody knows. <laughs> there's a test. There's a test that courts are using, but every court's going to take this differently. Okay. So basically, first, they determine if your tattoo is covered by copyright by, by meeting the following criteria. Okay. First of all, it's got to be original to the artist. Mm-hmm. And it must be shown to possess at least a minimal amount of creativity. Okay. So, it, so original to the artist is that? Does that mean that like what I said before? Design. Right. So it can't be a copyright. Right. Okay. If you assisted the artist in the actual design or layout of the tattoo, then the tattoo is considered a collaboration. Got it. In which case, both people would own the rights. Okay. So. What this means is if you go to a tattoo parlor or studio yeah, and the artist, you say to him, listen, I would like a winged unicorn flying th- over the sun with uh, Elmo on it, mm-hmm. all intact, not the sadistic, disgusting Elmo that you have created in your warped and twisted mind. I would not want but, that Elmo. I'm a fan of regular Elmo. I'm just saying. So you got Throwing Elmo out there. in all his red fiery glory sitting okay. atop a winged Pegasus that flies across <laughs> the sun. And you say, this is what I want. And the artist goes back and draws it. That's his. So now when he tattoos that design on you, he technically owns the copyright. Got if it. all of a sudden you were to become famous and your tattoo was visible everywhere... Okay, yeah. You I'm could potentially have a copyright claim. Got it. Now, I, I do want to make one point that we're going to talk about later. We've talked about figures and films. What about when somebody takes a picture of you? We'll get to that in a minute. All right, so if it's an original design, artist owns it. 
if it okay. is a collaboration. So in other words, you say, I'd like a skeleton, but I'd like it like this. And then he draws it and you're like, no, can you change this? And I mean, how what, about what this? Clarify, because like, again, okay, I want Elmo on a Pegasus. He brings it back to the design. Okay, shift this one cloud slightly to the right. Boom, collaboration. I think it depends on the extent of your changes. I think that's how a court would look at it because they would look at it on a case-by-case basis and say, what did you do? Did you simply adjust the placement of one cloud or was it was it more? Right, okay. okay. So okay. if you go in there and you say, this is like, here, here's a drawing that I did. I'm not an artist, but this is kind of what I'm looking for. And then he does it and then you're like, can you tweak this and whatnot? I think that you'd you'd be dealing with more of a collaboration. Right. Okay. And in that case, then you both have copyright protection for mm-hmm. it. Okay. Now, what about getting that Pepsi logo or another copyrighted or copyright protected image? Yeah. So no one's going to stop you from doing that. If you went into a, 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 a studio and said, I want the Coca-Cola logo. I right. want, you know, whatever it is. I want Exxon tattooed on my body. <laughs> they would probably do it. Okay. Okay. The issue becomes, is the creator of the Exxon logo yeah. or the Exxon Corporation ever going to sue you as an individual and say, copyright protect? No, they're not. They're not right. going to see you. They're okay. not going to know you. They're not going to care. Now, what if I had a tattoo that said Exxon with the whole logo sucks? They're still not going to care. Huh? They're not going to see you. However, what if you became famous and they made a video game about you or an action figure about you? Yeah. Then in that case, the design studio doing the game or the figure, they would likely not want to include that tattoo, not because... They like Exxon and you don't, but because of the fact that it would probably constitute copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because if an artist were to take a direct cartoon character or um, logo or anything like that, right, it's possible that the original copyright holder can say that you're diminishing the value of their original work and, and that sort of thing. But again, the average person who is not going to be in the limelight, it's not going to make a difference because nobody is going to come and, and say, hey, do you have Mickey Mouse tattooed on your shoulder? And and now mm-hmm. I'm going to sue you, right? Yeah. So it really only translates into more of these commercial situations where right. you're making money. So um, that's what it comes down to. So. When, when you own, when people say, you know, it's my tattoo, you own it. You own it in the sense that it is your permanent physical possession. You own possession of that design. Okay. You, you have the right, that's with you, it's part of you. But you don't have the actual rights to the design itself. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I get it. I, I think it's complicated. It but, is complicated. You know, I'm understanding of it. And so let's say you're that's, that's very nuts. I don't know. That's that's very interesting. I would think that once a tattoo is on your body, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's the logical thing, but So huh. so when when looked at the idea of you having a, a tattoo that now is going to translate into some commercial use, whether it's a video game or whatever. 
can you as the person with the tattoo grant permission mm-hmm. to somebody else for that tattoo to be used, that image to be used commercially? And the answer is no. Huh. Only the person right. who holds the copyright could say, yes, it's fine to reproduce or commercial use. Hmm. So it's it's really nuts. It is really nuts. It's not what you think. No. But that's the reality of it. So Well, I just say be be smart and don't get a tattoo at this point. Well, no, you want to know how you deal with it? Yeah. Here's the real answer. Right? So let's say you are a celebrity. Right. And you're gonna go get a tattoo. Okay. What you want to do is you want to get a, a release. You want to get a release from the artist. If you know that there is the chance that you might be in a position where you're going to make money off of your image and likeness, Mm -hmm. then you say to the tattoo artist, look, you know, I want you to tattoo me, but I need an artist release. It's kind of like a photo release when you go to a photographer because the photographer owns that image that's part of, of, of that photographer's copyright. But if you get a photo release, then they release you from the copyright and you can do whatever you want with it. So that's what people can do to try to avoid getting in situations where their tattoo is going to become an issue with copyright. Mm -hmm. Now, again, for 99% of the people out there who go and and get a tattoo, is this going to matter at all? No. But... For celebrities and for people that might find themselves in a, a, a position where they're being depicted, it is an issue. Now, last thing I want to say, remember I said earlier that I wanted to talk about the difference between that and, and a picture. Yes. So if I'm going to take a picture and sell it to People Magazine, yeah, and, and here's you know LeBron James with his tattoos or Randy Orton or, or anybody for that matter. Mm-hmm. That picture, that that picture of them, the person, the photographer is going to get paid. The publication is going to get paid for selling that magazine. So what's the difference? Now, I'll tell you the difference. But when you start to, like, think about it, Mm -hmm. it's like, what's the difference between seeing him in a video game and seeing a picture of him in People magazine? Well... The argument is that that is not a reproduction, that that is a physical depiction of him and that you can take a picture of somebody. Got it. The way they look with whatever is displayed on them Mm -hmm. and there's no copyright protection for the tattoo at that moment. But when you go to reproduce the art in the form of an avatar or a movie, that's different. But if you, you know, if you think deeply enough about it, you kind of have a hard time saying, well, what's the difference? What's the difference if you take a picture of me and sell it versus making an avatar of me? But there is a difference. So, yeah, this is one of those things that I don't think a lot of people know because it just sounds absolutely ridiculous. Do you agree that it sounds ridiculous? It does. It does. I mean, on the one... yeah, I mean, there's so much to this. I never would have thought that it was this deep. I went into this episode thinking, oh, okay, I wonder, do you own it? And it's so complicated. It is. Yeah. 
It it really is. I I think though that, I mean I don't know. I I guess it makes sense. You know if 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 it's considered art and the tattoo artist makes it, I'd understand why you know he wouldn't like it, it's his image. So so yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I have to tell you, I never really until some of those cases came out. I never really thought of it like that. I just always thought of it like, hey, you know what? You've got uh, a tattoo. It, it's it's you. And if I were going to make a, a reproduction, a figure or whatnot, I probably mm-hmm. would have done the same thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I would have yeah. I would have said, hey, I'm going to make the, the Pepsi logo. I'm going to make. Well, see, look, here's the, the issue with the Pepsi logo. Maybe I would say to myself, I know that I don't own that Pepsi logo. I know that that's something else yeah i wouldn't put that on but everything else i would have included in a figure right so yeah fascinating that you know you don't actually own the design of your tattoo Mm -hmm. so the next time you go to a a tattoo studio keep that in mind not that it's going to change anything or make a difference unless you decide that you're going to somehow become a celebrity but i i would often wonder or i often wonder what does that mean in terms of social media influencers? Yeah. Because while you're not, quote, unquote, a celebrity, if you're a social media influencer getting paid with quite a bit of followers and quite a bit of, of traction, you know, at some point, is an artist of your tattoo going to file some type of copyright claim? Mm-hmm. So interesting stuff, interesting topics. Certainly not what I would think you would expect the answer to be, but yeah, answer is you own the right to display that, mm-hmm. but you don't actually own the right to the design. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, you did a great job sitting here getting your tattoo in That's absolute right. silence. It looks just like you, your perfect face. However, uh, now I'm worried that you're going to sue me if I ever get into a video game. And you know what? I just might. That's just the Uh-oh. kind of person I am. Yeah. I don't know. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, including Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.